News Source 1 Messiana. News and headlines the way you want in the morning. This is News to Go, your morning show focusing on the top stories from various news outlets. Also available via Ryanka Podcast app. News 8. On the go. From the All Indiana Podcast Network, this is Daybreak Drive-In with Wish TV's Scott Sander. From Wish TV, I'm Scott Sander with your Daybreak Drive-In for Monday, October 18th. The gas station clerk is severely wounded. A frightening situation develops in Haiti, and Jonathan Taylor makes another star turn. Next. For 40 years, Michael Myers has haunted this town. He is the essence of evil, and evil dies tonight. We're going to hunt him down and we're going to put an end to this. I want to take his mask off and see the life in his eyes. Happy Halloween, Michael. Halloween Kills, rated R, under 17, not admit without parent, in theaters and streaming only on Peacock now. Every successful organization needs to be able to share information and stay connected, and podcasting is a great way to do just that. All Indiana Podcast Network can help your organization get started. For details, email contact at allindianapodcast.com. A gas station clerk is severely wounded after a Sunday shooting. It happened at the Thornton Station at Shadeland and Pendleton Pike, just inside the Lawrence City limits. Police say the clerk was shot in the head. No word yet what led to the gunfire. New praise for Carmel. Small business resource company Advisor Smith calls it the safest midsize city in the country. Carmel's overall crime score, as calculated by the company, beats the rest in the category by a wide margin, well ahead of even the second-place town, Sugarland, Texas. A frightening situation is developing in Haiti where U.S. officials confirm a gang snatched 12 adults and 5 children from a U.S.-based missionary group. The gang is notorious for killings, kidnappings, and extortion. American officials say they are working round the clock to get the group to safety. Investigators now believe a dragging boat anchor snagged a major oil pipeline in the Pacific, damaging it enough that it later developed a leak and spilled tens of thousands of gallons of oil into the water off Southern California. Authorities have pinpointed the ship and the time that it happened during a heavy storm back in January. The spill was early this month. The Colts look great Sunday, thoroughly thumping the Houston Texans 31-3. Jonathan Taylor was the big star with 145 yards rushing and two touchdowns. T.Y. Hilton returned to action for the first time this season, grabbed four passes, but then left the game with a leg injury. The WNBA season ends with a first-time champion. The Chicago Sky topped Phoenix last night 80-74 to win the series in four games. We will rebound from the 40s in the early morning hours to be sunny and warmer later today. High of 71. From Wish TV, I'm Scott Sander. Be sure to like and subscribe to your daily news updates from Wish TV on the All Indiana Podcast Network. Watch News 8 Daybreak Live. Weekday mornings, 4 to 10 a.m. on Wish TV. Online at wishtv.com. And listen to more podcasts from Wish TV on the All Indiana Podcast Network at allindianapodcastnetwork.com. Michigan, this is the story of Ian. I was given a second chance on life when I received a kidney transplant. It allowed me to get back to my daily routine, and then COVID hit. So when I heard about the vaccine, I was so excited to get it so that I could be protected. But I am one of the thousands of Michiganders who is unable to build up immunity. My hope is that everyone can live their lives to the fullest because we are all protected. Find your vaccine at michigan.gov slash COVID vaccine. A message from the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services. 
News Nation this hour, I'm James Sears. A notorious gang in Haiti is being blamed for kidnapping 17 missionaries from U.S.-based Christian Aid Ministries. They are on their way home after building an orphanage. News Nation's Felicia Bolton has the latest. Haitian police say the 400 Mawozu gang kidnapped the group in Gautier, a commune just east of the capital of Port-au-Prince. Gang-related kidnappings had diminished in recent months after the assassination of President Jovenel Moise on July 7th, and a 7.2 magnitude earthquake killed more than 2,200 people in August. But Haitians say crime is now back yet again. U.S. authorities are working to locate the victims, which includes five children. Jury selection begins today in the Ahmed Arbery murder trial in Georgia. He's the man chased and shot while jogging in a neighborhood last year. The three suspects claimed they thought he was a burglar. Prosecutors are expected to argue they were motivated by racism. 1,000 possible jurors received summons, so it may take weeks to see the panel due to the publicity surrounding the case. Dr. Anthony Fauci's warning of a possible fifth wave of COVID-19 if not enough Americans get vaccinated. There's always the danger that there'll be enough circulating virus that you can have a stalling of the diminishing of the number of cases. And when that happens, there's the danger of resurgence. Fauci told Fox News Sunday about 66 million people who are eligible to get the shots are still not vaccinated. He said the more people get vaccinated, the less likely there will be another surge of the pandemic heading into winter. A private school in Florida is telling students to quarantine at home for 30 days after getting each COVID vaccine dose and booster. Sensner Academy says it's based on a belief that these students could infect those who are not vaccinated. That belief, though, is being described as science fiction by an infectious disease expert at Florida International University. Walmart is giving members of its subscription service the first shot at Black Friday deals. Walmart Plus members will be able to shop online four hours earlier than other shoppers throughout November. Walmart sees it as an incentive to holiday shoppers, worried that the items they want may be out of stock because of worldwide supply chain problems. And Blink-182 drummer Travis Barker popped the question to his girlfriend, Kourtney Kardashian, at the beach in Montecito, California. The news comes after the couple became Instagram official back in February. Find News Nation on your cable or satellite provider and stay up to date around the clock at NewsNationNow.com and on the News Nation Now app. I'm James Sears. Detailed forecast. Today. Sunny, with a high near 69. West wind around 5 miles per hour. Tonight. Clear with a low around 45. Calm wind becoming south around 5 miles per hour after midnight. Tuesday. Sunny, with a high near 71. Southwest wind 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tuesday night. Mostly clear, with a low around 49. Southwest wind around 5 miles per hour. Wednesday. A 20% chance of showers after 2 p.m., mostly sunny, with a high near 71. Southwest wind 5 to 10 miles per hour. Wednesday night. A slight chance of showers and thunderstorms, then showers likely and possibly a thunderstorm after 8 p.m., mostly cloudy, with a low around 55. Chance of precipitation is 70%. Thursday. A 40% chance of showers. Partly sunny, with a high near 62. News Source 1 Michiana is still your station for happy and whole in him and school and community. News from Sylvia Stark. Michiana Racing Coverage still expounds with Ron Barash and we give a hearty station welcome to Fred Webster who will cover Plymouth and Rochester News. More is coming next. 
Information Network. This is the BIN Daily Update. I'm Mike Stevens. And I'm Vanessa Tyler on your home for 24-7 News, the Black Information Network. It's empowering. It's, it's exactly it. That's exactly what it is. It's a lot of my liberties and my freedoms was taken. The cheers are for a wrongfully convicted black man in Kansas City, Kansas, who was able to vote for the first time last year after being freed from prison. He was sent to prison at 17 and spent 23 years locked up before his name was cleared. One of the officers involved in his wrongful conviction, now retired, Roger Golubsky. Federal prosecutors have launched a criminal grand jury investigation into Golubsky. He's not been charged, but CNN reports the allegations are he exploited and terrorized black residents for decades, including black women. Wisconsin is being called the worst in the nation when it comes to African-Americans being incarcerated. The Black Information Network's Julius White explains. A higher percentage of the state's black population is serving time in Wisconsin than in any other state. A new nationwide survey found the home address for one out of every 36 black residents in that state is a state prison and there are more than two dozen there on the other hand the state with the lowest rate of black incarceration is massachusetts with one in 200 african-americans locked up julius white on the black information network two small kids in indiana are recovering after accidentally being given adult covid vaccines instead of the flu shot their parents brought them to a walgreens to get their annual flu shot but about an hour and a half after they left a pharmacist called and told the parents the bad and shocking news. Right now, the Pfizer vaccine is the only one that has been approved for emergency use on kids 12 to 15 years old. And the company is testing out a smaller dosage on kids ages 5 to 11. But these youngsters got the full adult doses. They are experiencing side effects. So the family is consulting with a pediatric cardiologist and probably their lawyer, too. More COVID effects on jobs. Now Oregon is dropping the bachelor degree requirement to be a substitute teacher. There's a shortage of educators as schools return to in-person learning. So the temporary measure will allow school districts to put in place emergency substitute teaching licenses. The short-term license would allow the applicant to only work in the district sponsoring them. Applicants might be a college student, a school volunteer, or even a parent with extra time on their hands. A similar shortage in California is forcing the state to reconsider rules about letting teachers come back to work shortly after they've retired. What is it with one black man and reptiles? First, Abdul G. Malik was seen on viral video catching an alligator in a trash can after it wandered onto his property. Now the Army combat veteran has captured a big snake, and this time the animal was inside his home. Like the gator, he trapped it and returned it to the wild. For more on these stories and international, national, state, and local news affecting the black community, listen to the Black Information Network on the iHeartRadio app. I'm Mike Stevens with Vanessa Tyler on your home for 24-7 News, the Black Information Network. This episode is brought to you by Data IQ, the platform for everyday AI. Getting value from AI isn't just about technology, but organizational transformation. Infuse AI into the day-to-day of your business, from solving for the mundane to undertaking moonshots. Elevate your people, teams, and company to extraordinary. Visit dataiku.com. That's D-A-T-A-I-K-U.com.
I'm Doug Davis. And I'm Esther Dillard on your home for 24-7 News, the Black Information Network. Here are your top stories. It is judgment time for the three white men accused of killing black jogger Ahmaud Aubrey. Opening arguments will begin after hundreds of potential jurors are screened in Glen County, Georgia. New York City Jail Rikers Island is about to get a little relief, but not much. About 200 of the 10,000 mostly black and brown prisoners are being moved to other locations. And Procter & Gamble is pushing back the deadline for its employees. COVID-19 vaccine mandate. Employees have had months to get the vaccines. It's been very readily available. That was LaSalle Network founder Tim Gimble, who spoke about corporate vaccine mandates not too long ago on CNBC's Squawk Box. Officials had originally said all U.S.-based workers would need to be vaccinated, provide a legitimate exemption, or begin weekly testing by November 1st. A spokesperson for the Cincinnati-based company says the deadline is being extended due to a lack of available testing kits in parts of the country. A new deadline hasn't been set yet, but is expected to be either sometime in November or December. A group of students at HBCU Howard University expressed their First Amendment right to free speech on campus. The students are upset over housing conditions as they recently staged a sit-in. Howard sophomore protester Tia Andrew Scott said this. We're paying $48,000 a year, 50K for some people, you know, to be living with, with mold and being hospitalized with rats and roaches, and that's not Howard. Howard University administrators told them they need to leave the Blackburn University Center. Students are hoping to have a conversation with student leaders so their concerns can be heard directly. A Memphis, Tennessee black man is facing attempted murder charges for allegedly setting his girlfriend on fire after an argument. Uh, right now he's in a plea of not guilty and we've requested a new court date of October 28th. That was the attorney for Kenneth Upshaw. An affidavit indicates that Upshaw was upset that the woman was breaking up with him and allegedly said if he couldn't be with her then no one could. He then threw gas on her and lit a cigarette. The victim was burned in her face, neck, chest and arms and was taken to the hospital in critical condition and is now in stable condition. His bond is $250,000. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Dietitian and Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine Specialist Lee Crosby believes what people eat can directly influence the body's ability to produce cancer cells. According to The Beat, eating a plant-based diet can help reduce the risk of breast cancer along with a regular regime of exercise, keeping a healthy weight, and lowering alcohol consumption. Smoking and obesity, according to the CDC, are main factors for people being diagnosed with cancer. Caught in its early stages, the chance of surviving breast cancer is 90%. And finally, Rise African American Cemetery was founded in 1860 and is part of the Greenwood Cemetery in Rise, New York. Well, recently, a ceremony took place and signs were placed at the site to commemorate the over 300 black bodies that were buried there, many who were veterans from the Civil War, World War I, and two, among others. According to HamletHub.com, George Latimer, New York's Westchester County Executive, told the news site, it's an honor and a privilege to unveil these new signs to pay homage to those buried here. I'm Doug Davis, along with Esther Dillard on your home for 24-7 News, the Black Information Network. This episode is brought to you by Amazon. Slay this holiday season with Amazon's early holiday deals. They have epic daily deals on everything from fashion and home decor to toys and more. So you can ring in the savings on all the best gifts and maybe even get a little something for yourself. Shop early holiday deals now on Amazon.com slash Epic Deals. Spend less. Smile more. 
your money on the Black Information Network. President Biden promoted his social spending program in Connecticut. Speaking at a Hartford Child Care Center, Biden said his Build Back Better plan will invest in the American people, not just in roads and bridges. It comes as progressives and moderate Democrats have been at odds on the price tag of the president's economic agendas. Worker strikes are starting to pick up steam across the nation. Preparing to strike are more than 24,000 health care workers at Kaiser Permanente and 60,000 Hollywood workers with the International Alliance of Theatrical Stage Employees. A strike is on at Kellogg and Nabisco workers ended a strike days ago. They're all demanding better pay and benefits after 20 months of dealing with pressures of the COVID-19 pandemic and they're not alone. Workers around the nation have been reconsidering their futures and holding out for better opportunities. Coronavirus vaccine lotteries didn't make a difference in getting more people vaccinated. That's the conclusion of a new study looking at states that offered incentives for folks to roll up their sleeves. Meantime, new CDC data shows the risk of death for someone who was not vaccinated against the virus in August was 11 times higher than a person who got the shot. Money news at 24 and 54 minutes past each hour. I'm Julius White on the Black Information Network. To be the best version of yourself, you should feel beautiful in your own skin. Urban Hydration offers naturally inspired skin care, body, and hair products that achieve beautiful results and are gentle enough for the entire family. Their products are loaded with clean ingredients that make your beauty routine more natural, more fun, healthier, and more affordable. UrbanHydration.com With every purchase, one gallon of water is donated to a community in need through a partnership with Water is Life. Download the BIN Daily Update every morning on the iHeartRadio app. This is News Source 1 Michiana, your comprehensive source for news and issues that affects our communities. Using internet radio, podcasts, and Facebook video shows, we have you covered. Welcome to 2021 Talks, where we are following our democracy in historic times. Defending our fundamental right to vote should not be a partisan issue. The Senate is planning a procedural vote this week on the Freedom to Vote Act. It allows more voting by mail, creates automatic registration, expands early voting, and makes Election Day a federal holiday. California Democrat Alex Padilla says it's a successor to the For the People Act, which Republicans filibustered twice. Our Republican colleagues' deeds don't match their words. They'll say publicly that they support voting rights, but their actions show something different. At least 10 Republican votes are needed for the bill to advance, with just two weeks until a self-imposed deadline. Democrats are pulling out the stops to pass President Joe Biden's Build Back Better plan. The package was projected to cost $3.5 trillion, but has been trimmed after pushback from Senators Joe Manchin of West Virginia and Kirsten Cinema of Arizona. Pramila Jayapal of Washington State is chair of the House Progressive Caucus. In both the Senate and the House, we are united in our insistence that these priorities, climate action, the care economy, housing, roadmap to citizenship, expanded health care, and tax fairness, are included and funded in the final bill. Wyoming Republican Senator Cynthia Loomis says spending's out of control and calls the package irresponsible. We won't address the real problems in this country that led us to be $28 trillion plus in debt and now asking to get further in debt. 
I'm horrified. A new Vox poll confirms that two-thirds of voters support the plan and 71 percent favor raising taxes on the top two percent to pay for it. In spite of White House efforts, supply chain disruptions could extend into next year. That was the message of Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg on the Sunday news shows. With some store shelves empty, retailers are warning there are products that may not be available for the holidays. Spencer Armstrong has worked for food company Tyson for 25 years. He says he's never seen anything like it. What we're seeing right now over time is that reaction to everything that happened in the pandemic. So, you know, we all know why we're here. I mean, labor shortages, all the ports are backed up, can't get product off those. Last week, the Biden administration pushed West Coast ports to operate 24-7. Hundreds of grieving families were at the U.S. Capitol Saturday for the annual Peace Officers Memorial Service. President Joe Biden paid tribute to the 500 who died in the line of duty over the last two years. And he specifically honored the police who defended the Capitol building during the January 6th riot. Because of you, democracy survived. Biden also spoke against the defund the police movement and promised more resources for law enforcement. I'm Mary Sherman for Pacifica Network and Public News Service. Find our A-Trust indicators to support accuracy and transparency online at publicnewsservice.org. This is News Source 1 Michiana, Elkhart South Bend. Hi, I'm Pastor Joel of Heart City Church. Friends, what hope do we have in a world full of poverty, sickness, betrayal, and death? Listen to Psalm 41, a Psalm of David. Blessed are those who have regard for the weak. The Lord delivers them in times of trouble. The Lord protects and preserves them. They are counted among the blessed in the land. He does not give them over to the desire of their foes. The Lord sustains them on their sickbed and restores them from their bed of illness. I said, Have mercy on me, Lord. Heal me, for I have sinned against you. My enemies say of me in malice, When will he die and his name perish? When one of them comes to see me, he speaks falsely while his heart gathers slander. Then he goes out and spreads it around. All my enemies whisper together against me. They imagine the worst for me, saying, A vile disease has afflicted him. He will never get up from the place where he lies. Even my close friend, someone I trusted, one who shared my bread, has turned against me. But may you have mercy on me, Lord. Raise me up that I may repay them. I know that you're pleased with me. For my enemy does not triumph over me. Because of my integrity, you uphold me and set me in your presence forever. Praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting. Amen and amen. Psalm 41 is the final book, psalm in the book one of the Psalms. And while it ends with praise of God, you can see it's written while David's in great distress. David speaks to how blessed are those who have regard for the weak, for those who are powerless or poor in our world. To have regard, it means that you meditate on how you can help them and you take action. The understanding is that God will bless you for doing so. The principle David is teaching us is that God will treat you how you treat others. After all, God has been merciful to you, so then it follows that you should do the same. And then we see David is the one who is powerless. 
he is very sick. So he confesses his sin, which does not mean that he is sick because he sinned, but David recognizes that God does at times punish us with sickness for our sins. And then we read at the very time David is praying for healing, his enemies are wishing he will die. They're even suggesting David is being judged by the Lord. Friends, this is wrong. Something we should never do. None of us know when someone's sickness is punishment from God. Remember, God rebuked Job's friends for doing so. And then David tells God that he was betrayed by a close friend, one who even shared his bread with him. This may well be Ahithophel, who went with Absalom when Absalom led a coup against David. And then David calls on God to raise him up so that he can bring judgment against his former friend. And we may say, whoa, David, Jesus said, forgive your enemies, Luke 6, 27. Paul says in Romans 12, 9, vengeance is God's, God will repay. But we need to remember who David is. David is the king. And God places rulers and authority as his servants to bring the sword against those who do wrong and evil. Romans 13. Secondly, we need to hear this psalm as the song of David's greater son, Jesus. Jesus will quote Psalm 41.9 and John 13.8 in reference to Judas, who was about to betray him. And we can see that David was a Christ figure now. His life, his experience was pointing forward to Jesus. Jesus was rich. He was in glory. But he had regard for you and I who were poor and dying. So Jesus became poor by leaving heaven and taking on our flesh in order to save us. And Jesus' enemies spoke against him. They wanted him dead. They used Judas to betray him. So Jesus cried out that God would have mercy and raise him up. And the Father did by raising Jesus from the dead and bringing him into his presence forever. And that is why Jesus gives praise. And one day he will return and repay his enemies. But you may be saying, wait a minute, Joel. David confesses sin in this psalm. Jesus never sinned. So how can this be about Jesus? Friend, you're right that Jesus never sinned. But remember why he came and what he became on the cross. God made him who knew no sin to be sin, that we might become the righteousness of God. 2 Corinthians 5.21 Friends, we should spend time today praising God. We are so blessed standing on this side of the cross. The salvation that David saw dimly has now come into full light in our Lord Jesus Christ. We can go through sickness, betrayal, even death. And in Christ we can sing Psalm 41 and know that God will raise us up on the last day and bring us into his presence forever. Remember who you are and who you belong to. Imagine having the world crumble before your eyes. Imagine having Satan running into your path, Jesus, walking alongside. Who do you turn to? Do you run from Satan or do you stand your ground? We all go through trials of many kinds. Each of our faith can be tested in more than one way.
such as Friend Dynamics, or Friends, social media. As a child growing up, I faced many trials of different kinds. James 1-2 says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. How does one find joy in trials? It's not as easy as it seems. Our faith is tested every day. This percent by Satan and our 50% by Jesus. Satan comes into us roaring like a lion looking to devour and he just keeps going. Alongside Jesus comes in with a gentle reminder, I am here. I can do this. Five years ago, this would be in 2016, my mom had emergency surgery which revealed the nasty C word. Yes, the nasty C word. There are times where you have to stop and think of the joyous occasions that were brought in this. There were some difficult days, but persevered. There was a lot of faith getting tested. There were some good and bad days. There was good and bad news, scheduling appointments, in and out of the hotel, chemo treatments, and the list goes on. 2020, the whole world got hit with the pandemic and stuff slowly, one by one, started shutting down. And we're still going through this to this day. Joy. Where was the joy in this situation? Take it as you see it. There is good in every day. For one, we are alive. Majority of us have jobs, some have kids. I find joy within the kids I work with. During difficult times, still difficult times, I find ways to look for joy through it all. Every day, there's good in every day. Chuck Palahniukic said, find joy in everything you choose to do. Every job, relationship, home. It is your responsibility to love it or change it. Hope you enjoyed this tad bit snippet on a sermon on joy I will be talking about in a few weeks. Have a wonderful day. Take care.